Let's get on court. Wine with Rhyme starts now. Well, episode six, surprisingly, of Wine with Rhyme. The uh, the last episode was uh, July fifteenth. So I apologize. I've been slacking uh, for quite some time now. However. I am back for a little bit. We'll see uh, see how this goes. But uh, I have realized that I have been terrible on explaining my choice of wines. I couldn't even tell you what kind of wines I've had. I don't even rank them anymore. I, 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 even, I haven't even started ranking them. I know I had a uh, Barefoot Moscato, a Riesling, a uh, Malbec. Heck, I don't even know what else I had. Maybe Roscato. And I have to say, so far, the Malbec. Uh, has been one of my favorites. Uh, Moscato, a little too sweet for me. Uh, the Riesling, again, too sweet for me. But uh, I will do better on ranking what I think of the wines. And with that, we are going to go straight into uh, our wine of the episode. Um, again, I have no idea what I'm doing when I am selecting uh, a bottle of wine. All I know is I have this bottle of wine is the most I have spent on a bottle of wine. Um, it is a Merlot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a Merlot. I'm kidding. Uh, it's from Duckhorn Vineyards in Napa Valley. Um, like I said, you know, one of the uh, most expensive bottles of wine I have bought. Uh, the first Duckhorn wine was produced by Dan Duckhorn. What a freaking name. Uh, I don't even know where to start. All it says, it's a black cherry plum and spice. So perfect. Go ahead and try this. Um, again, like I said, the Malbec so far has been my favorite. Oh, this is really red. Um, I have to say, when I opened this bottle of wine, I was very excited for uh, what I was getting myself into. It smelled good. And uh, here we go, the uh, Duckhorn Merlot. That's a really good wine. I, I don't know how to describe wine yet either, which is kind of crazy, six episodes in. But I'm going to give that a 10. At a 10, I'd say the Malbec was an 8. This is... This is very refreshing, fruity finish. Honestly, it tastes like other red wines, but I haven't gagged it, so that's actually a good thing. Maybe I need to stop buying cheap wine and start buying the uh, higher-end wine. I mean, I don't know if this is higher-end, but it was, like I said, one of the most expensive wines I have bought. Let's, uh, let's refill this glass, and we'll come back and we'll, uh, get into this week's episode. Yes, this week's episode, uh, I don't know, kind of, it's been a while since uh, since I've had a Wine with Ryan episode, but uh, I have to say, I got bored doing uh, some schoolwork, going back to my master's degree, and uh, decided to do a podcast instead. I have learned that I do not like reading, so I'm going to make a podcast, yeah. Yeah, great, great for me. Anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's get straight into it, and something I just want to get right... Get it over with is uh, the election is coming upon us. Uh, heck, a couple weeks actually. And uh, tonight, while I'm doing this podcast, there's a presidential debate. Who cares? Uh, okay, maybe I should watch it. But I just want to say, let's get it over with voting. Uh, it, it, it is your privilege to do so. It is a right. Some people say, but it's a uh, 
to me, it's an honor to vote. And I think uh, when you're voting, be an educated voter. Uh, understand that, uh, you know, your local elections are very important. I think more so than the presidential election and who you vote to go to Congress and who you vote to go into your state legislator is very, very important. Um, even your your uh, local, like city, uh, county, state, you name it, is very important. So with that being said, I, I just think it's very important to be an educated voter. Um, get out and vote and uh, do the right thing. Do some research before you go. Figure out who who kind of, who you think works best. And a little bit of my opinion, I, I'm looking for somebody that's willing to make a compromise. I, I, I think everybody thinks, you know, it's all black and white, you know, it's this or that, but I, I don't see it that way. I think as a politician, people should get a comp or be able to work for a compromise. And with that, you know, it, it helps the greater good of people. And just like anything, a compromise, if it's both sides of the parties working together to find a compromise, I think that benefits the greater good. So we'll get over with that voting. We'll get out of the way. I know people are sick and tired of hearing about voting and the presidential election coming up. Uh, but we're going to go into, again, I don't know why I segue into terrible things, but uh, college football is upon us. Uh, this is kind of crazy. I, I honestly, working in college athletics, I didn't think this day would come. However, my... Uh, the University of Wyoming it will be playing their first game this weekend against uh, Nevada. And uh, I have to say, it's kind of crazy. Starting uh, our first home game October 30th and uh, going into late December, early December, our last game December 12th. And Laramie, Wyoming is not going to be the greatest. It's going to be cold most of these games. Um, but again, like I said, I'm surprised it got here. I think it's important to understand, you know, what goes into these decisions. Uh Health is extremely important, and I just have to say, working in college athletics and being there on game days, I just ask people to wear their mask. Be uh, considerate of other people. You know, it's not just you; it's the people around you. And hopefully, uh, we don't have to cancel any football games this year or delay any of them. But uh, college football season is a weird one for me. I uh, on Saturdays or on game days, I know there's a couple weekday games that we have this year. I. Uh, my body survives on uh, usually a McDonald's breakfast sandwich, at least one sugar-free Red Bull, and like a beef stick. And yes, I'm talking about like maybe like a Slim Jim or something or a little snack here and there. So my body hates me during college football, but I'm glad it's back. Um, it's one of my favorite times of the year. Nothing beats watching the Wyoming Cowboys or listening to Dave Walsh and Kevin McKinney um, on the radio. But with that, uh, speaking of college football, there is a Wyoming Athletics auction coming up starting tomorrow at noon. Uh, there's over 100 items. Go check it out. Cowboy Joe Club uh, Facebook page, Wyoming Athletics. They've been promoting it, and uh, hopefully you can win some sweet items. Heck, this podcast is going pretty quick, and so uh, I don't know. Kind of sit here. Uh, some things that have been the last couple of months. I've come to, come to realize that I think very odd things and out there things. Uh, but one thing is, uh, I don't want to do a top five for this episode. I just love conspiracy theories. And one of my conspiracy theories is milk isn't really good for you. And I actually saw a study on this. I used to drink milk all the time, but at a certain point, I don't like it. And I also don't think it's good for you. Uh, it's I, My reasoning behind this is we're the only animals uh, on the earth that drink milk after birth. And I think it's, I don't know, that's my reasoning animals lived out in the wild uh but very weird thing i also don't like cheese uh going on with milk cheese i uh, don't like cheese at all 
Uh, other conspiracy theories. Uh, there's a. I love conspiracy theories. I could watch conspiracy theory videos all day. Denver National Airport. That's a good one to watch on YouTube. Kind of the building of that and, and the Freemasons and all the whatever else is going on with those builders. Um, speaking of cheese, we'll get into that in a little bit later segment. Um, if you have a favorite uh, conspiracy theory, let me know. Again, like I said, I just don't think we should be, I guess, drinking milk. Another one thing, a weird thing that I uh, kind of thought of is kind of your inner circle. And one of these things in your inner circle is uh, grandmas. I think they're the best. They're they're funny, they're witty, and they have probably seen some shit. Uh, my grandma, both of them, like to remind me that I'm single quite a bit. And so uh, I both my grandmas getting up in age, 80 and uh, 77, I believe. I'm a terrible grandson, gosh dang. But... Uh, yeah, they. I think they want some great grandbabies, and I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. So, uh, sorry, grandmas. Uh, continue with your inner circle again. Heck, this is this podcast is everywhere, and I love it because that's how my brain thinks. Uh, your best friends. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. This is kind of something I thought over the last couple of weeks. Having my best friends uh, going off and doing their own thing, moving away from their hometown. Some are ones in clinicals. One moved to the East Coast, and you know, it's just having that feeling of pride with your friends um you know knowing that they're doing great that they're going out and doing th- good things for them um and i think it's just important to be your hype man for your friends you know be excited for them and, and, and there isn't a better feeling than uh being a hype man for somebody in your own corner you know and knowing that that person has your back and you have theirs and stuff uh, i'm gonna drink to that as friends in your inner circle uh heck we could go into a very detailed conversation about uh this but uh cheers to that Uh, this merlot and this tastes super good uh duckhorn vineyards looks like there's a mallard duck on the bottle like works for me so with that we're gonna take a quick break come back and we'll uh, probably do the later half of this uh podcast Let's go into the later half of this episode. The last couple of months, I've done a lot of time uh, watching Netflix, kind of doing my own stuff. And uh, I have to say, there's one documentary out there. I'm a big documentary fan. If you have any documentary recommendations, please let me know. Winder's Ryan uh, on Facebook. Um, you can comment on this or a voice message on this. But one of the documentaries I recommend watching is The Social Dilemma. And it, it goes into how social media and our phones are basically are the demise of our country right now. And, and this documentary kind of basic, breaks it down to everything. And there's one thing that I think kind of stuck with me. is so if you're not buying a product, you are a product. And that's how um, social media companies look at uh advertising on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, you know, it's kind of crazy. You'll see ads, uh, you know, every, I think it's every fourth, um, post on Facebook. And, you know, these, these companies are smart about there. There's an algorithm that they use to, you know, make sure they're getting the most bang for their buck for an advertisement, whether it's 50 cents, but when millions of people have these social media outlets, it, uh, it doesn't matter. They're making millions of millions of dollars. So, uh, I don't know, this, this documentary is kind of just eye-opening. Uh, it talks about how, you know, this is a, this is, might break out a civil war or, you know, there's such a d- divide between, you know, people because of these. And 
I, I just think it's crazy. They did these social media CEOs, former CEOs or presidents or whatever they are. They're talking about how they don't let their kids use social media. They don't use social media. They, they turn off their notifications and they actually talk about how it's turn off notifications actually kind of helps the process. And I started doing this myself. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. I'm not so much glued on my phone as I once was, but you know, it, that's the whole point of this is, you know, we've gone to as a society is we want that like, we want that comment. We want that, that good feeling of having notifications. And to me, it's just like, holy cow, we've gone to this, this point as a society where we would rather get a like or a comment on a social media platform than going out and having a conversation with another person or, you know, interacting with another person. I get it. 2020 has been crazy. It's kind of hard right now, but this documentary goes into all of that. And Joe Rogan talks about it on his podcast uh, a couple weeks ago and, or a few days ago. Talks about how, you know, these these companies are smart in the way they do things. You know, uh, Google Android phones, their Google Maps is better than whatever Apple Maps or whatever it is um, because they have so much data. And it, it's it's crazy to me because we we are getting watched and it influences our, our behavior. Uh, these These companies realize that false information or negative information is six times more likely to be commented, liked, or, you know, shared because that brings in the money. You're more likely to click on that or comment on that because it's different than what you see. And this is messed up. This is truly messed up because these companies don't know what's what's wrong versus right or what's true versus false, but that brings in more money so they they can do it and the crazy thing is when all these these tech companies were built google facebook twitter uber uber yes uber the thing was we're going to make this to for the better good you know i can talk to my family in west virginia i can share pictures with my grandma in in california i can interact with people i've never would have and that's not what it's become it's become something that's divided us it's just crazy to me i i think uh I, Joe Rogan goes very more into detail than this, but you know, it kind of it's scary. You know, it is truly scary when these tech companies say it might cause a civil war. Like, really, the social media, and not only that, social media it has such an influence on our lives. Where you, there was a, I think in the in the documentary they talk about bullying or suicide or something along those lines in young women and. Um, younger teens, young, women, uh, female teens, that is like 136% up because of social media. We are, it's so easy for us. And I, let me put, I don't know how I'm going to put this. There's this, this picture, this uh, stigma, so to say, on social media that this is what a perfect person looks like. And there's so much on the Facebook where people are so easy to say, one, compare themselves or judge somebody else. And that is this crazy to me. And I just have to say that because people, we're all unique in our own, we're unique in our own ways. And that's what makes us beautiful, honestly. You know, being unique, being different is what makes us us. And we don't see it like that. We see it because social media has influenced to say, oh, I'm a little chubby or, oh, I'm too short or, oh, I have acne or, you know, maybe my ears stick out a little bit. And it's, it's I know it's physical things, but Social media has caused this. Social media has says you're 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 not good looking. You're you're not good enough. And it's like no, you are good enough. 
Anyway, get off that soapbox a little bit. But this this documentary is crazy. A lot of these tech companies talk about um, just kind of the influences and what could be done. And really, these big tech companies don't know how they can undo this. And, you know, maybe the only way it is is to have some regulation, you know, maybe some taxing on these big companies because all it is right now is for money. And who knows? Who knows what's happening? But I have to say uh, so the social dilemma on uh Netflix is definitely worth the watch. Um, maybe start turning off your notifications also. But crazy documentary, about an hour and a half. When you have your free time, definitely uh, watch it. Tell me what you think. Facebook.com, Wine with Ryan. Uh, we'll continue on with uh, kind of some crazy other shows going on right now. Uh, the Bachelorette, which to me is a very, I don't know, it's a different show. It's a really, really different show. Um, I don't know why people like it. I, I have to say I actually like it. And I don't know why. Maybe it's the drama. Uh, I love The Bachelor. Love The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. Um, more so The Bachelor than The Bachelorette. But it's just so weird to me. It's like these people are, you know, dating, I don't know, 30 guys, 30 girls at once. And we're okay with that as a society. I don't know. Not here nor there, but uh, I just have to say there's three contestants that I would like to acknowledge on this uh, this season of The Bachelorette. First one is Easy. Easy is 29. He's a sports marketing agent in Newport Beach, California. And this is why I uh, am picking. I'm not picking Easy. I just wanted to uh, point him out. Easy's first, I wouldn't say first bullet, yeah, first bullet point on his Bachelor biography is nobody hypes Easy up better than himself. This is all I'm going to say. Easy, good for you. Everybody needs a hype man, even that's himself, and I respect it. Sometimes I am my own hype man. It kind of gets me in trouble, but it's okay. Two, easy hates insects, especially ones that fly. I don't know how I feel about that, but birds, I hate birds. They kind of freak me out, especially like mama robins around their nest. They just dive bomb you. But here's what the funny thing is. Easy's dream is to own the New York Yankees. Dude, that's a huge dream, and like the, the Yankees are worth five billion dollars but like really that's what you put on your bachelor biographies like i want to own the new york yankees good luck buddy anyway uh easy is not my top two uh my top two for this bachelorette uh season is uh jason jason is 31 he's a former pro football lineman that is one reason why i picked him uh but the other reason i picked him is jason is the first guy on the dance floor when it comes to electric slide and i'm all for that because it's uh it's electric boogie woogie woogie uh if you know the electric side I am about that. I love dancing electric side. I kind of don't know it, but I kind of do. Uh, yeah. Also, why I picked Jason? He likes to drink coffee in bed. One thing I like to do, and it's kind of crazy, it's kind of like a shower beer, but it's not. It's coffee in a shower. A great combination. Hot shower, hot coffee. Pretty good. Uh, and then my other pick, and uh, speaking in the early episode, is uh, Kenny. Kenny is 39. He's a boy band manager. Like, I don't know. What is he? Uh, like, One Direction? Are they still a thing? Um, but here is why I picked Kenny. Kenny hates cheese. Uh, I just explained that. I didn't explain that earlier, but this is why. Might be because it's kind of similar to milk, but I can't just eat a slice of cheese out of the fridge. I'm not sure why. I just don't like the taste. Nothing. Cheddar, pepper jack, Swiss, you name it. I can't just eat a slice of cheese. Not a fan of string cheese either. Uh, I do love nacho cheese. I love cheese on a hamburger to make it a cheeseburger i love pizza i i think it just has to be melted i don't melted and mixed with something else but those are my top two jason and kenny i have not watched a single episode of the bachelorette so uh 
these two could be completely gone. I have no idea. Uh, today is October 22nd. Last night, October 21st, there was the CMT Music Awards. I am a, I'm guilty. I don't watch music awards for the awards. I watch them for the performances. And there's a few that stood out to me. One was Sam Hunt. He absolutely crushed Hard, for, hard to Forget. Go check it out. I believe you can watch it on CMT's uh, Facebook or Twitter. But I just have to say, screw this guy. This guy played college football and then decided after college football he was going to go try out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, did not make it on the Kansas City Chiefs roster, but then decides, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go write songs in Nashville instead. This guy is so talented that he wrote uh, Kenny Chesney's Come Over. He wrote Keith Urban's Cop Car and Billy Currington's We Are Tonight. Uh, this dude is very talented. One of my favorite, one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite albums by Sam Hunt is uh, his acoustic mixtape Between the Pines. It's one of it's one of his first uh, albums ever. Definitely go write, uh, check this out. Uh, he crushes most of those, and uh, I think one of my favorite songs on that uh, on that uh, acoustic mixtape is Speakers or goodbye great great artist sam hunt kind of different country pop country-ish kind of respect that but again screw that guy it's so talented uh also last night shania twain uh shania twain her performance was very uh different i dancing singing rubbing against mannequins i was kind of confused also looked like she was lip syncing uh i did not like that it was very creepy however for 55 years old shania twain looks good Good for Shania Twain, but next time don't dance and rub against uh, mannequins. Kind of weird. Uh, who else was last night? Oh, one thing that stood out to me is uh, are tight jeans a thing? Uh, Luke Bryan wore looks like wearing tight jeans. Hardy, like really, that's a thing. Like I can't, my legs can't breathe. I'm, I got too thick of thighs or whatever. And tight jeans are not a fan. I'm not a fan of tight jeans. But I guess these country singers are like. Someone explain that to me. If somebody, if these people are into tight jeans, or is that a thing? I don't, who knows? Um, oh, here's one for you. The uh, Jimmy Allen, Noah Cyrus. This is us. Noah Cyrus, sister of Miley Cyrus, Jimmy Allen, uh, kind of new into country music. They, uh, I have to say, they crushed their performance of This Is Us. Uh, however, that's not what I'm talking about. Kind of, but not. What they were wearing. Uh, Jimmy Allen was kind of wearing this Prince thing. Again, check this out. Jimmy Allen, no Cyrus, Prince outfit, no, maybe a little Michael Jackson. I'm just going to go more with Prince. No Cyrus, I have no idea what she was wearing. Uh, it was very covering her body. Like, it was basically a bikini. I get it. However, good for those guys. Wear what you want. No Cyrus, she has an incredible voice. Sounds a little bit like Miley Cyrus. Jimmy Allen, no Cyrus, crushed it. Again, let's let people wear what they want to wear. It's 2020. Again, and that goes into my next segment. Kelsey Barroni and Halsey crushed uh, other, other girls. Frick, I'm a huge, huge fan of both. I don't even uh, know what song they sang. However, I saw a lot of criticism of Kelsey, ba the other girl, the other girl, uh, Kelsey Barron and Halsey of what they were wearing. Again, it's 2020. Let girls, women and men, let them wear whatever they want, be confident, and that's what it was. They crushed their performance. I need to go see Halsey in concert. Uh, but that was the CMT Music Awards. Again, go watch all of this. Check up on it. It was great performance by all a lot of this they saw some uh along with this cmt music awards had a lot of uh new act uh, new songs coming up or new artists hardy right now one of my favorites as well uh he has a great album that's out right now go check that out um but yeah that's really all i have that was uh, uh, quite a bit and uh we'll come back and we'll do the uh, the wine of the day
all you do is whine. Yes, the wine of the day, W-H-I-N-E. Again, I think this is con- uh, kind of a constant theme that I have with my wine of the day. Um, the last couple of weeks, a couple of months have been crazy with COVID and everything. Kind of, I'm working a hybrid schedule, but in these last couple of weeks, I, I have realized how important it is for uh, self-care. I know I talked about this later, but, you know, it's just kind of changing things up. You know, maybe it's having a glass of wine before you go into bed. You know, little things like that. You know, going out, uh, not even going out, go explore a new place, you know, just kind of taking this time. I think we get so caught up in life where it's go, go, go mode and we never take care of ourselves. We take care of everybody else first. I think everybody has that natural kind of ability or just way of life they are. But uh, it's very important uh, to take care of yourself. Just, Just know that. Just mental days off are good. Physical days, physical days are good are good for you as well. Um, heck, I have to say this podcast. This podcast is for me. It's for me to kind of just have some fun. Uh, that is one wine of the day. The other wine of the day, uh, there is, uh, I would have to say, the the wildfires in the western United States, just in this region, uh, southwest, uh, southeastern Wyoming and northern Colorado. Uh, there are three fires that are over 100,000 acres. Uh, one's 170 acres, one's 125 thousand acres, 170,000 acres, 125,000 acres, and 200,000 acres. Uh, here's my wine of the day. Yes, a lot of this, I wouldn't say a lot of this, yes, some of this is uh, partially due to climate change. However, an, a good part of this is due to the lack of forest management. Uh, a lot of these forests are beetle killed. They're unhealthy trees, and we've just kind of let them sit there. Uh, it's crazy. The fire over by Laramie, Wyoming, it's southeastern Wyoming, uh, the Mullen fire. I was there a couple days before the fire. I, I was, wasn't there. I was in the area, uh, doing some elk scouting. And it's one of those things you just look across the, the land and it's all beetle kill trees, fallen trees, walking up some mountains. You will go through this stuff. All I have to say is we need to do a better job of that. Uh, very, a very good job in forest management. Uh, what else? Take care of yourself. Uh, have a glass of wine. This, uh, duck horn, uh, duck horn vineyards, uh, Napa Valley Merlot 2016 is a very good wine. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com, I think it's backslash wine with Ryan. Uh, Hopefully in a a coming podcast, a little bit more music. I am very into music, and I think it's very uh, important to people's lives and kind of maybe play some of my favorites. Not too much, though. We'll keep it still a podcast. Uh, With that, have a good night, and uh, catch you later.